Hello, and welcome to Mad Men's Knowledge, a podcast where we answer questions no one is asking and argue about things no one cares about in order to grant you insight. Insight as to what? We don't know, but here we are. We're your hosts, the Mad Men in question, Hayne and Griffin, and our topic of discussion today is uh, how to deal with immortal prisoners. Let's get into it. Alright, so... Let's start small here with, you know, a petty immortal crim- criminal, you know, you know, like the small crimes, pickpocket and shoplift and things like that. In that case, I feel like you can th- like you can throw them like arguably if they're immortal, like throwing them in jail isn't going to be all that effective because it's going to be. Well, actually, first, let's say, is this like an immortal person that's existed for a very long time, or is this, like, a new immortal? Uh, I don't know that it strictly matters. Well, because my thought is, is that, like, if it's a new immortal, and you, like, throw them in jail for a couple years, you know, like, that's going to be a pain in the ass for them. But, like, over time, it's going to be less and less of a punishment for them, and more of a mild inconvenience. Um, And so, like, the deterrent... They can do the time, so they can do the crime. Yeah, exactly. So it's sort of like, you know, the, that deterrent sort of goes down. So, like, as they commit more and more petty crimes, like, would you, like, you would need to either, like, I feel like you'd need to harshen their sentences over time. Um, well, yeah, but that already happens. I don't know that uh, petty crimes are strictly relevant here, because I I think that the time that is allotted for petty crimes, like six months, sure, for an immortal, it'll go by in a blink of an eye, but still, it keeps them off the streets for six months, and if their goal is to be, like, a a serial robber or something, where they are constantly committing these crimes, like, yeah, they can just do that to the end of time, And, and eventually they'll just get longer and longer sentences until eventually they just get life. Mm-hmm. I think that where the issue really comes in is when you talk about them having any supernatural abilities other than uh, simply like if, living forever. Yeah. Yeah. So like if, if it's just like your regular average Joe that just like happens to not be killable, like he doesn't. Are you talking invincibility or are we talking like, like if you die, you're just going to get resurrected well that's the thing is that that becomes a trickier question because if you're dealing with somebody who can respawn they can just find a way to get themselves killed in jail (laughs) and so for them you know there's not really a, a problem there like they they don't have to worry about uh you know, they don't have to worry about ever getting uh, locked up for too long. I mean, and depending on where they respawn. Like, if they just come back to life in the same place, like after like a short duration. Like their body duration. just regenerates. Yeah. Well, then then you've got a problem. But it's, uh, I think that I those like are that... The, the people that are problematic to deal with. Because if you've got a person who is 
immortal but not invulnerable. They will they will eventually die of old age, um, but are impervious to damage. Then you know you just give them the death penalty, which sounds rough. Hold but on. like, hold on, hold know. on, hold on. You said if they're immortal but not invulnerable. Yes. Okay. They they cannot sorry, I, be harmed, I, but they can. They can. Uh, sorry. They can be harmed, but they cannot die of old age. Yeah, I mean that's that that's easy. I feel like if you're invulnerable and you don't die of old age, like you're just a being that exists in perpetuity, like per perpetual existence. I don't. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I feel like that's where you start having issues i don't know uh yeah like, well because would... if you if you are able to live through anything like there's an there's an argument to be made for uh the death penalty for small crimes for people like that because it's like hey if you're if you're just gonna shrug and just continue living forever you're gonna be costing people money like it, it costs money to keep people in the prison system. Yes. Um. So in that way, it might be better. But when you think about the opposite, is a person who uh, is truly immortal. They are both immortal and they are unaging and uh, invulnerable. Unkillable. That's when you start getting problems because... You know, you hit a you point really where a you cannot arrest them, or you do, you just wouldn't want to, uh, because their their crime has to outweigh the cost. the 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 cost of having them on the street and potentially doing these crimes has to be greater than the cost to effectively mitigate them. Yeah. Um. And my argument for this is being frozen. Um, like we just cryogenically freeze them? Not even cryogenically. You just freeze those suckers. You just pop them in the ice? Just, just pop them, them in the, the ice Antarctic. and just, yeah, see what happens. Because <laughs> then... in all honesty, <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If they're immune to damage, then you just... You just say, hey, I don't care. I'll just freeze them solid and be done with it. Okay. Um, An interesting idea for and that, prison. And that works against respawning entities as well. Because, you know, if you freeze them solid, and that is where you would have to cryogenically freeze them. If you get a person who is able to regenerate every time they die. All they have to do is get themselves killed in prison and then they're just vibing out on the streets again. Um, but you can effectively prevent that by freezing them but keeping them alive. Because, you know, that is the only true way to incarcerate them at that point. Alright, so... Hold on. Um... I don't know if you saw this, but there was uh, a headline a while ago where a prisoner who had been sentenced to life had died in prison, and like he had been declared dead, and then he came back to life uh, through some sort of medical procedure. Um, 
and so he tried to argue that he had served his life sentence because he had died um but the uh the the judge over the case basically said that um life sentence was not for the rest of your life as like the time period but it was as long as you are alive yes, you are as long as you may live which yeah. which holds here you know if if you have this situation where you've got this immortal prisoner you want them to or not immortal but respawning if you have a respawning entity that you're trying to imprison you still want it to carry you want the life sentence to carry after each resurrection because otherwise you know what's the point yeah okay so consider this this was my thought all right instead of um like freezing them and like leaving them on earth just like yeet that bitch into space like also, just strap them on a rocket good. yeah you just strap them on a rocket and just throw them out into the abyss that's true, because if they are undying, it is, you know, arguably worth it to just yeet them into the abyss and be done with it. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's a bit cruel, though, don't you think? Well, that's that's what I was going to... That's why I was using this as my segue into the next part. Is, is it ethical to imprison a... Uh, a prisoner for life like using one of these methods like if you maintain a prison where you're like you know treating them like a normal prisoner but just for all of time yes it's gonna be very expensive but i feel like that's a humane way of detaining them whereas like throwing them in the ice like throwing them in the arctic or like yeeting them into space or like leaving them on the moon or some shit like that like that would be they'd be in like Unless they're um, invulnerable to all damage, and, and, like, that includes, like, natural factors of, like, needing to breathe or, like, eat or drink. Um, like, if they still have to have those, like, basic necessities met, but they won't die if they don't, um, then, like, doing any of those things, they're going to be, like, chronically starving and, like, that's, that's thirsty. And so, like... Can we like so we're we're saying that this immortal person is human, and so it's like, can you justify? Like I don't think you could justify like a person who's just like a serial, like pickpocket, to like an eternity of torment and despair. For no, I think it's it's for, anything for that care uh, carries a life sentence would, you know, because that is a life sentence. I think at the point where you've got a life sentence. Like, that's when you eat them into space, you know? Yeah. That is that is the point at which Okay, so, like, you stop like a regular murderer. So, like, guy commits a hom like, first-degree murder or something. Yes. Like, is that, like, all right, we're eating you into space now? Yep. All right. First-degree okay. murder is premeditated. Yeah. Like, um, just... So that is, yes, the worst crime you can commit. Theoretically. Okay. But so, like, consider... Like, genocidal leader. Same thing. Um, Eat him into space. Yeah. Hope that the so, homicidal immortal in space kills the genocidal leader in space. 
Okay. I don't know. This is... I mean, I feel like that's the best way to deal with it. Is it the most ethical? I don't know. Only in extreme situations. Only when their crime outweighs the, um, the you know, humane implications of yeeting someone to space and then leaving them there. Okay, so consider, like, um... I don't know, hold on. So, like, consider... I guess my... Um, what I'm trying to get to, the question I'm trying to ask is, like, is there a line that you... Cro like, how do we define the line that we cross to get to that point where it's just, like, you're now going to be yeeted to space? Because, and, like, some pe for some people, you know, like, the whole point of the, like, just system is or should be to uh, reform criminals and to deter them from performing those acts. And so you should, like, pay retribution for what you did, but you should also, like, reform so that you don't do it again. Like, could you... Well, the point uh, of a life sentence is that uh, the act that you have committed is so heinous that the belief that you can be reformed is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so okay. at that point, it's like, hey, we've got this immortal dude, and he's committed an act that we consider to be, you can't come back from. Uh, and at that point, I think, I think ice is probably the best option here. Space, I can, you space know, space is very permanent. Space is very permanent. Like, you know, with all the, the Don't innocence project and things. It's like, hey, maybe we should take a second look at at some of these cases from time to time. What if you accidentally convict an immortal person and yeet them into space? And yeah, then like just now 10 years later, man. and 10 years later, somebody comes out and is like, oh, hey, yeah, I, uh, I was lying on my witness report. Like, that guy was totally fine. Like, then you got to either launch a rocket into space. Or go pick him up. <laughs> which you know, in ten years, you can go a hell of a long way. That's a good point. Um. Okay, but so we've d all right. So like, I hate I hate going to this extreme, but it's just the most convenient. So bear with me. But so like, if Hitler were immortal, that bitch is just getting yeeted to space. Like, there's no redeeming that guy. I would assume so. Yeah. And we said that but so then there's a there's a great degree between like first degree homicide and um you know genocide of an entire race. That's yes. kind of a redundant statement. Ignore that. Um but so we both so like homicide like you you said that like homicide is a life sentence that bitch is going to need to space. So like what's a crime where you would need to be detained for an extended period of time? but not get yeeted to space like for example like large-scale fraud or like you make like a multi-level marketing scheme well that's uh a multi-level marketing schemes are completely legal um horrifyingly uh, um like or i meant like a pyramid like like an illegal pyramid scheme oh right? okay like, uh you know it's 
it's difficult to assess because you hit the point of yeeting into space. Does yeeting into space become the new prison system for immortal people? Do you yeet everybody into space in a controlled manner? Um, like, is that how the prison system works now? Is, is it instead of being well, detained in a prison for 10 years, you get thrown into space if you're immortal for five years and then get brought back? No, because I think that the implication of our question is, like, you have one, there's, like, one immortal prisoner, and he's the standout of everyone else. Like, everyone else is totally normal, and, you know, regular prison would work fine for them. I think, yeah, I think if you've got one immortal prisoner, and this is the only immortal prisoner that's ever going to cause you problems, you just throw him into space. Because, and we're assuming that this person is fully guilty... Yeah. They have been seen, they have publicly committed these crimes multiple times, or something like that. And and everybody generally agrees, hey, this is something we gotta deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, this that is when it like... is okay to just chuck someone into space. Okay. But, so, alright, so... the per Okay, so what spawned this question for me... There are two things that spawn this question for me. One of them is probably more agreeable to you, so I'll go with that one first. So I was talking about this with Ethan, and his idea, well, his thought was that it's like you shouldn't yeet people into space because, you know, that that's, that's basically casting somebody into hell and humans don't have the right to make that decision um but so and so his suggestion was we just create the pit essentially and you just like we dig out a big hole in the middle of like the desert or something and just throw the guy in there and like they just exist in the come hole. on they'd make it out okay they're yes, immortal they can <laughs> literally just chew a tunnel into the walls okay Yes, I think that you'd obviously do some maintenance to to not let them chew through the the walls of this pit. But like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get at: is there anything like? Is there like? Is there a level where we're not just going to detain you for like two years, um, because you've committed minor crime and? we're going to yeet this bitch into space where we just like banish them to the pit for like a hundred years until they've like reformed. I, I don't know that anything is going, the, the issue is that everything is so ineffectual, you know, it's, you've got no ability to stop this person from committing crimes and honestly, it doesn't even matter. Like, a hundred years could be absolutely nothing to them. That's true. Um, also, you gotta consider what they can do in a hundred years in the pit. Like, they could they could scheme some shit. They come out of the pit and just immediately topple all world governments. I mean, yeah. It's something you have to consider. Yeah. 
So here's a here's a ridiculous hypothetical. Let's say we eat the immortal prisoner into space, and they are in space for a very long time, absorbing all that universe radiation, and then by some random act of chance, they're hit by a meteor and then redirected back to Earth, and they have now returned an incredibly irradiated immortal prisoner that just like basically just melts people that comes near them what then what do we do then? um hmm it is difficult to assess but i believe that with yeeting into space you have to <clears throat> this is going to sound really awful you have to yeet them with a pretty decent velocity. Yeah. Because you're going to want them to be moving quickly. So that even if they do strike something or somehow gain a way to... Because they can't move in space. You can't. There's nothing to push off of. And you can't even generate your own momentum because there's nothing there. You could, like... If you threw them at a certain velocity in a certain direction, they might go into a black hole. And that's the end goal. Just and that's the, the end goal is just to throw hole. them into a black hole so that they cannot return, they can never escape, and they're just sitting there for all eternity on the surface of a black hole. That's the end goal. Holy shit. Hey, man. That's what a life sentence means. <laughs> okay fair enough all right also i'm assuming the point at which we have to consider like the at the point at which this is considered like this is a landmark case like we've got probably the governments of all uh of the entire world like considering like hey how do we properly imprison this person um and at that point i feel like the person has to have done something so awful. Like an immortal prisoner. I think, even with a life sentence, I don't think we start considering having to actually deal with the immortal prisoner until the immortal prisoner is the most dangerous person on Earth. You know? Okay. Like, so we're assuming an immortal serial killer here. Where they yeah. could theoretically just go for the rest of time and just start killing people and mm -hmm. continually do this for the end for the rest of time like cuz they have to be so dangerous for people to decide that hey a life sentence is not enough like it's just putting them in a prison is not enough like you you have to do some you have to be because of his immortality they have to be the the most dangerous person on earth and they need to be put down and like just taken away there is no reality where they make it out of this. Um, like, like you, you need to, you need to ensure that they will never, ever, ever escape. And at that point, you know, I don't think many people are going to be arguing against chucking them in a black hole. What about eating them into the sun? Um, that'd be a little bit faster. They wouldn't die, I don't think. 
Yeah, but I feel like also, if you yeeted them into the sun, the gravitational pull would be strong enough that, like, there'd be no way for them to escape. Um. Yeah, and you start getting into an issue there where, like, if something can come you know, okay, so if something can respawn, the best solution is in the ice. Because they, yes. they could be killed in space in any number of ways. So if if they can they respawn, would... you have to put them in the ice so that they are in a controlled environment where they cannot be killed uh, but are also not free. Um, And so, but if they're immortal, if you put them in the sun and they cannot be harmed by the sun, they can theoretically just start pushing against it. And because they cannot be, like, killed, they can just push and resist against it for all eternity. Like, what would that accomplish? I don't know, because, you know, frightfully, there's a lot of semantics to the to the immortality question here. And it's about what, um... It's like, okay, here's my Can they actually be killed? Because, like, that's the thing, is if you hurl them into the surface of the sun, and they are instantly disintegrated. Like, can they come back from that? Can they even be disintegrated? My imagination of this is that, like, you're playing on creative mode in Minecraft... Like, that's the level of invincibility you have. So, complete invulnerability. Basically. Like, creative mode minus flying. And obviously the ability to, like, spawn things. Um. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's frightening to think about. It is. The sun, also an effective option... But depending on the semantics of their invulnerability, I think black hole is more effective. Um, just because so, you truly nothing can escape a black hole, light cannot escape a black hole. So I am fairly confident that that is the most secure um, imprisonment option. for them. Yeah. Okay. So. Another, well, I was also going to say with the sun, there's, I, I don't know how solar flares fully work, but, like, the, I guess there is a potential that, like, they could get hit by a solar flare and shot out onto somewhere else. Yeah, that's why I think black hole is the most stable option, is because nothing, nothing escapes ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, here's another... I'm gonna. I have one more thought on this topic that's dark before we go into the more lighthearted ridiculousness. All right. Oh, okay. So, or at least that's my plan. If you have any other, uh, no, like, I I want to know what your dark thought is, because. <laughs> okay, so consider. You are the immortal prisoner, but you haven't yet committed any crimes. You are just you're existing as an immortal person and by virtue of the fact that you are immortal and you you know have, you've ceased to age you're not damaged by anything you have just existed for a very long time at this point and in the modern era i feel like 
it would get to the point where you would become very well known for the fact that you haven't died yet. You're the oldest person. Yes. Um, and so there's a lot of good that can come from that. For example, you can go into, so for example, if there is a burning building or something, you can just walk in there without any equipment because you're completely invulnerable and just like rescue people from these burning buildings or more serious things. Like you can go into like bomb squad scenarios and like dismantle a bomb. And if you fail, you know, you have, blown up but you don't get hurt by it yeah so you so you're doing all this good but as we see a lot in popular media and sort of history that very powerful people uh tend to also arouse a great deal of suspicion and fear from them because there is the potential that you could use this uh ability for evil you could like you have shown let's say you've shown no inclination no sort of idea people are just completely baselessly afraid that you will turn against the government and that you will you know instate a world order where you can purse like you cannot be killed thus um no one can stop you from doing what you want and so as a preemptive measure to stop you from taking over or committing, you know, wide-scale crimes, the world as a whole yeets you into a black hole out of suspicion and fear. Uh-huh. Like, do you, like, how... How realistic do you think that is? And... Assuming... I think it's fairly realistic. I think at least the idea that they could become frightened of you to the point that they would want to do that or put that plan into action is totally feasible uh i do not think that they would be able to carry through with it without you having committed some crime first or shown some malice or or some some hostility um so it would not legally happen I think they would have to kidnap you and um, strap you onto a rocket. Strap you onto a rocket and send you into space. Um, yeah, I think that, and I think that that could and would happen if, um, if it came to pass as you said, and they they consider you to be a threat and and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, go ahead. The. In terms of the bomb squad, you could be the most effective bomb defusal agent ever. Because you don't have to be trained. You can just go eat the bomb. And since you cannot be killed, the bomb detonates inside. You don't even have to eat the bomb. You just put it in your mouth. That might... There might be something to be said about, you know, it opening your mouth, though. Um, but, like, you could, you could, if you could eat a bomb, or in some other way, put it into your body. Like, like you, you like the grenade, like you throw your body over a grenade or something? Basically. I mean, yeah, you could also just curl up over it, which would be <laughs> considerably less gruesome than watching you eat a bomb. Um... <laughs> But in any case, you know, you have this 
Um, see, but then you would it would still do damage to the ground. Like, you eat the bomb, nothing happens. It tries to detonate, and maybe some comes out of your mouth. But you have almost entirely destroyed the destructive capability of this bomb. Okay, but, like, what if it's, like, a nuke? Like, those things are, are big. Like, how are you going to eat a nuke? You'd have to find a way to. Because you cannot crouch over an atom bomb and and absorb the explosion. Shove it up your ass. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, that's gruesome. That's gruesome to think about. See, that's the thing, is that there's there's no way to defuse an atom bomb. You have to just pray that they don't set it off. Or at least not for not for immortal Jimmy. Um Okay, so the, I was uh, the last thing I'm gonna say, uh, trying to stick a little bit serious here is, so like on the, let's say you're on the other end, like immortal Jimmy, is like emerges and you and is existed, and you, exact same scenario that I described earlier where he's completely innocent, like no storm, no visible, um, or subtle forms of malice, like this is just a genuinely nice dude that's just doing what he can. And you witness, you know, people conspiring to um, to basically throw him into a black hole because they're suspicious of it. Like, how would you react to that? And like, what do you th- like? What could an individual? I mean, like, as I an think you like, probably have to put a stop to it. But again, it's like I would love to end global warming, but. But you can't really. Uh, I don't. Do that I don't. I cannot overcome the wills of the rich. Yeah. God. Anyway, all right. So now, here, here's a here's a potential solution to deal with the immortal prisoner. All right, you ready for this? I am. You create an immortal snail. Uh, and as soon no. as it touches. <laughs> I hate those. They make I love angry. those memes. I love those memes so much. They're just not good. The first one was good because it was a creative callback. It's like the game memes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I... It is a callback to something that we all experienced. Uh, and the first one was legitimately funny because of that. After that, it got significantly worse. All of them that are like... The stupid freaking Dr. Pepper meme. Oh, I love the freaking Dr. Pepper meme. Oh my the Dr. god. The Dr. Pepper meme is great, but the one where he's like, I I have to create it. The snail finds my lab. Yeah, it's just, just the whole situation. No, I love that. I love that so much. Because it's just the stupidest combination of memes. That it's like, oh my god. You know, have you... You've seen the fucking... It's the symbol. It's like the like oversimplified Lost comic. Where it's just like the black lines. Yeah. In the fourth grid. Yeah. Like, it's one of those. But... <laughs> but it's just like current memes. And I just... I love it so much. Yeah. But I do but not any- believe that the construction and deployment of a invincible snail would be the Enough correct way to go about 
putting a, uh, I think that would be more expensive than just yeeting them into a black hole. Oh, I'm, I'm certain it would be, because you have to research immortality, which, I mean, low-key is probably already happening. Oh, of course. Yeah, um, jellyfish are immortal. So are lobsters. Good for them. Lobsters are immortal and get more fertile as they age. Good God. <laughs> it's a good thing we're putting a stop to that then. So then wouldn't yeah. it be a good idea to just have one tank with the oldest male lobster and a shit ton of female lobsters? Like, Great lobster harems? It. Yeah. Lobster harems are probably a a sustainable model for seafood business. I don't know. What's the what's the, the gestation and breeding time for lobsters? In like, any case, you could just put a crap ton of female lobsters and then cycle them through. That's true. This insanely fertile, very old male lobster. I don't honestly know that much about lobster breeding. I don't know much about it either, but that is what I've heard. So, let's say that there is an immortal lobster who has committed unspeakable crimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the last male lobster. The last male lobster. Wait, yeah. The last male lobster, but this lobster has committed unspeakable crimes. Do you launch it into the black hole, thus ending... Lobsters forever. I do. I would. I don't eat... I don't like seafood, so personally, absolutely no loss to me. However, if I was in a... Actually, consider. Lobsters are a very typically expensive uh, food. And if I have control over whether this lobster lives or dies, then clearly I'm going to be lobbied by Big Lobster oh. to keep this lobster. The, the evil lobster alive uh, so that they can continue to make profits off of its offspring. So, the question becomes, how much, or like, this has now become a question of price. How much does each crime atrocity worth to me? For example, let's say, we have to give a name to this lobster. Harold. Fuck you. Uh... Let's let's call this lobster Herman. Herman, Herman, okay. the evil dead, or the evil immortal last lobster. Okay, so let's say Herman has murdered a man in cold blood. If they were, to, if if Big Lobster were to give me a thousand dollars, I don't think it'd be enough. Hundred thousand dollars. I I think I might keep Larry the Lo or Herman the Lobster alive. No, not Larry. Not Big Larry. Not Larry. Not Big Larry. Big Larry's chill. He hasn't committed any crimes yet that we know of. Anyway, um no, I I think you drive the price up all the way, dude. Seafood is like a multi-million dollar industry. You know, all you got to do is walk over to the East Coast and shake the lobster at them and the millions will start pouring in. Okay, but so, like, at what point do, like, do you, like, what moral point can they no longer buy your grace? Like, genocide. let's say that Herm, if Herman the like, Lobster Herman has the lobster sanctioned a genocide, I think at that point you cannot redeem 
the 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 lobster in the face of the seafood industry. Now, let's say Herman has only killed one man. I think at that point the proper move is to get Herman you pull a um I forget what the seed company is that does it, but they make seeds that are sterile. So I think you breed Herman with other lobsters, other female lobsters, and then you sterilize the offspring and sell the offspring. That way you have sole control over the lobsters. Um, and no one can have a non-sterile lobster other than Herman. You'd have to only sterilize the males, though, of course. Yes. Okay. So, so when you're talking genocide, are we talking, like, only a human genocide or, like, any other type of, like, any other animal genocide? Because if if Herman is a being capable of committing or sanctioning a genocide um, as an animal, then clearly um, he would have different targets than us humans who only fight amongst ourselves. So, for example... The Great Emu War in Australian history, not actually a war. That was that was a genocide against emus. So would Herman the Lobster sanction like if he sanctioned a genocide against I don't know, like crabs, clown crabs, crabs, <laughs> crabs versus lobsters, potential okay. future episode. <laughs> but so like if if Herman the Lobster sanctioned a genocide against crabs, like would you? Would you still eat him into space? Hmm. I don't know that the animal kingdom is really my place to... I don't think I have any jurisdiction over the animal kingdom here. So, I think it would be I feel like honestly... it's a cop-out answer since, since you are making jurisdiction over a specific animal. Well, for some reason, let, I'm assuming in this case that I am Herman the Lobster's owner. Yes. So I'd be like, God, Herman, why why did you start a genocidal war against the crabs? <laughs> also, like, why did you kill that guy? But but I think all I can do is disapprove, you know? Like, I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. Maybe he's got good reasons for You're an eradicating enabler. the crabs. You're an enabler. You're... <laughs> They're animals, a... man. It's a different world. <laughs> what good reason could Herman have for genociding crabs? The crabs killed his family. It, really? You're gonna listen, man. The crabs I'll, are I'll... causing more ocean pollution, which will eventually take out all of the marine life. And the only all way right. to save all of marine life as it is is to let Herman the lobster commit crab genocide to cull their population. <laughs> And in that case, I'm fine with it. So Herman can, I mean, I'm not going to well, approve because the of genus it. I'm going to well, say, like, that's that's a little dicey there, Herman. It's difficult to justify a genocide, but you're as close as I think we can get. And in that case, and that case only, I think that I can leave Herman alive.
But anyway, immortal prisoners, huh? Yeah. You know what? Nah, we're ending the episode. Yeah, we're ending I think the that's episode. A great place to, I think that's a great place to leave. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to the ramblings of these two madmen. Uh, we'll have new episodes out roughly every week, and please feel free to leave a comment if there's something you would like to hear us discuss, or if you just have any general comments.